Turn in your Bibles to James, the little epistle of James. It is common in the religious world, among those churches that are the closest to us, Baptist churches that profess to love the Lord Jesus Christ, to talk about faith as something that they can generate up in their own hearts. And yet, the Bible has this to say, and I hope that it's true of us this morning that we can find ourselves here in this verse, and that we can be very thankful that we're in this verse. James chapter 2 and verse 5. Hearken, my beloved brethren, hath not God chosen the poor of this world, rich in faith, and heirs of the kingdom, which He hath promised to them that love Him. Hearken, my beloved brethren. Isn't this the case? As James appeals to the twelve tribes scattered abroad, and right here, he is condemning them for showing partiality in how they treated visitors to their assemblies. And if you read the verses before and after, it says that when someone would come into their assemblies dressed in fancy attire and wearing rings and gold and showing that they had some substantial wealth, they would get better seating and treatment in the house of God. And so the apostle here is warning them that that's not the way they should be thinking. And this one verse, verse 5, what I want is, Hearken, my beloved brethren, look at whom God has chosen. Who has God chosen out of this world? Has He chosen the rich and famous? Oh, no. He's chosen the poor. He's chosen the base. He's chosen the foolish. He's chosen the weak so that He can confound the rich and the mighty and the famous. He's chosen us, the poor of this world, and we're thankful to be the poor in this world. Who cares what the world thinks of us and who cares how the world measures us? All that matters is how does the Lord measure us? And He's measured us in His eternal decrees that we would be His children and heirs of His kingdom. And He's given us faith. He's given us faith. He's chosen the poor of this world, rich in faith. He's taken the poor that don't measure on the scale of society and give them the faith that those on the scale of society don't have. And so he's made a great difference, and we should be very thankful for that. Hearken, my beloved brethren, God has loved us and chosen us to be his children, and he has an eternal inheritance for us, and he's given us faith. We are heirs of his kingdom that he's promised to them that love him. And why do we love him? It goes right along with his choice, because his choice gave us faith, And his choice gave us love. The Apostle Paul would say in 1 Timothy chapter 1 that the grace of God was exceeding abundant to him with faith and love which is in Christ Jesus. God changed Saul of Tarsus from an enemy of the church to one that loved him and believed the gospel in entirety and believed in a hurry there on the road to Damascus. But that faith to believe the promises of God and the love of Christ was something God put in him. And he said, that grace that was put in me, I did not squander, nor did I lose it. But I labored more abundantly than they all. And that's what we want to do. When we look at this verse, we want to realize that we should hearken ourselves to this thought. That God has loved us. That he hasn't chosen the rich and famous and successful of the world, but us poor. And he's given us much faith. And he has a kingdom waiting for us. We have an inheritance and we are heirs. And the will is signed with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
It's the surest thing you're ever going to know. The Bible would say, when you can change my covenant with the day, that it's 24 hours long, and my covenant with the night, then you can change my covenant with David and his son and your eternal inheritance. We are so blessed. Do you love him this morning? Are you thankful for faith? Are you exercising your faith? That faith should reach out and take hold of the word of God and everything that is said from the scriptures in our singing, in our praying, and embrace it with love. We should believe and embrace all that the Lord has told us and will tell us this day. And may our worship be pleasant and sweet in His sight. Let us pray. Father in heaven, O Lord our God, we thank Thee that we are Your beloved children. We have no standing before Thee by natural birth. We have no standing before Thee by financial, educational, athletic accomplishments. We have nothing. We are lost and undone in ourselves. But we thank Thee, Lord of heaven and earth, that before the world began, before You laid the foundation of the mountains and discovered the deep, You chose us in Christ Jesus, and You have given us faith, and You have given us love, and the grace that bestowed that faith and love upon us, in us, toward Him, has been abundant. And we thank Thee for it. Heavenly Father, we do not regret nor do we miss the fact that we are nothing in this world. We are thankful that you have chosen us and made us rich in faith. And we pray this day that you'll make us yet richer. Stir up that faith in us. Stir up that love in us. That we will believe all that is written about the Lord Jesus Christ and that we will embrace him as the glorious Redeemer, the Son of David, our brother, our friend, our high priest, our king, our captain, our bishop, and the shepherd of his sheep. Heavenly Father, be with us in this assembly. O Lord, we seek to worship Thee in spirit and in truth. O Lord, outwardly we have nothing here. It's such a simple, plain little building. But we know that the worship of the New Testament is from our hearts. And from our hearts we love Thee and cry, Abba, Father, unto Thee. And, O Lord, we thank Thee for the truth that You have shown us. We are not worthy of the least measure of it. And yet we purpose this day that we shall worship Thee according to the truth of Your Word. Help us to do so. We pray for all Your servants and saints, churches throughout the earth, that at this hour their worship will come up into Thy holy presence, that the hearts of the faithful will be stirred up, instructed, established, strengthened by might, in their inner man, by the power of the Holy Spirit. Let the word of the Lord have free course and be glorified in many places. And, O Lord, those men that do not fear men, those men that you have called through Jesus Christ, give them boldness and wisdom. Open their lips that they might speak plainly and make manifest the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. We pray that you would preserve our nation by your means, that we, your people and those like us scattered throughout this land might continue to have the liberties that we have had to boldly preach, freely assemble, and worship God according to thy word and our consciences, regardless of the state. We thank thee for this privilege. It is a great privilege and a rare one in the history of the world, and we pray that you will preserve it. Heavenly Father, forgive us our sins.
We cannot come before Thee with our hands dirty, our feet filthy, our minds polluted, our hearts wayward and cold. Forgive us for their coldness and waywardness. Forgive us the foolishness and vanity of our thoughts. Forgive us where our feet have taken us and the things our hands have touched that we're not pleasing in Thy sight. We ask this forgiveness because of Thy faithfulness and the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ for our sins. Heavenly Father, we are blessed abundantly, though poor. You have given us richly so many things to enjoy in this world, and we thank Thee for it. We thank Thee that You have blessed the finances of the church. You've blessed our individual finances. You've preserved and kept us. You've preserved and kept the local economy better than most parts of this nation, and we thank Thee for all that loving care that You bestow upon us. And we pray that You will preserve it for the sake of each of our families, that we would not be pressed to lose our faith and trust in Thee, O Lord, but that You would make us to have that convenient bread suitable for us. We don't seek to be rich or poor. Help us, Heavenly Father, but make us rich in grace and make us rich in faith and make us rich in love and direct us, O Lord, and make us go in the way of Your commandments that we will be pleasing children in Thy sight and that in this crooked and perverse nation we might shine as lights in the world. Do not let their darkness cover us, O Lord, and put our light out but let our lights shine forth as the blameless and harmless sons of God. This is our desire. Heavenly Father, you know our flesh is so weak that we do not have the strength to do what we ought to do. But by your Spirit, overcome our flesh and grant us that strength to do what is in our hearts and by which we offer up this prayer. O Lord, hear us as we call upon thee in Jesus' name and for his honor and glory perpetually in the church throughout all ages, world without end. Amen.